in family. Genesis chapter number 2. This morning I want to minister on marriage for a moment. For if you are a single person, you are waiting to get married. Open your ears, listen to me. And if you are already married, praise God, don't close your ears. This is also important for you. Double, amen, open both your ears. And sometimes, amen, you have to be extremely <clears throat> careful because uh, you can pick and choose what you're going to hear. But this morning, let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Genesis chapter number two. Someone said these words. Marriage is like a flies on the window. Some flies want to get in. Some flies want to get out. And that is today's reality of marriage. Some people are dying to get married. and Some people are saying, I am dying in my marriage. So what is this morning then God's understanding of marriage? Because listen to me, family starts in the foundation of marriage. All of us are here today because our parents somewhere got married. They came in a marriage union and that started, amen, the marriage foundation. In the Bible, all across, if you see, the Bible says Adam, God created Adam, then Eve, and out of Adam and Eve were their sons, Cain and Abel and all of those. And then you begin to see all the while, it comes to a time and an hour when there was so much of sin in this world, God said, there's too much of sin in this world, too much of virus in the world. What do you do when there are too much of uh, amen viruses or some problem in your computer or your phone? You reboot it, right? So God said, I'm going to reboot the world again. But before I reboot, I'm going to find one man. He said, Noah, and not just Noah. He says, Noah, only you. No, he says, Noah and your God saves a family. Do you know God still wants to save families? Amen. So because Noah and his wife and his children, amen. And if you see, also God chose animals and birds of the air and everybody. This is very, very interesting, isn't it? God chose, amen, two animals. And listen to me, even there, it was a male and a female. It was never a man and a man. Male bird, male bird. No homosexual birds. Amen. Two dogs, no female dogs, no lesbian dogs. God had a reason why. Because if I am going to populate earth again and do it all again, I need reciprocation. I need, amen, there has to be this fruitfulness. And if that has to happen, I am going to use the family unit. And God was using, amen, also Noah. And this morning, marriage is that element this morning. That is where the family starts. You are single this morning. You are in a family. Praise God. You have a father. You have a mother. But this morning, when you get married and you come into a marriage, that is when you start a family. Our text we are reading in Genesis 2, God speaks about this in verse number 20. Please read that with me. Genesis chapter 2, verse number 20 onwards. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, to the beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. Adam was doing all of this alone. 
And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. Sometimes why men sleep so much, we have no clue. But there has kind of little bit of understanding there. Okay. A deep sleep, amen, fall on Adam and he slept. And God took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Verse 22. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. I do not know what was Adam's first experience. Love at first sight or whatever. I have no clue. Imagine Adam has only seen animals and everything. Now he is seeing God. Can you imagine God is bringing like the father is bringing the bride to the groom, right? How did you feel? New couples, how did you feel when that? Ah. <laughs> what does Adam do? Adam said, this is now my bone of my bones and my flesh of my flesh. How did Adam say that? Maybe he checked one rib is missing. Another I don't know what Some bone is missing. Bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. She shall be called. She shall be. She shall. She shall. On the seashore. I always have that issue. Amen. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Verse number 24. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother, be joined to his wife. They shall become one flesh. One translation says they shall start a family. And they were both naked, the man and the woman, man and the wife. They were not ashamed. Let's pray and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us. As we close our eyes on Zoom and in the church, I want every one of you to right now, Speak to yourself and tell to God, Lord, what do you have to speak to me through this sermon? What are you going to speak to me? I am open. Speak to me. Jesus, speak to me. Jesus, I'm asking you this morning for people who are gathered here and watching online. God, let this word be a blessing to our lives. Give us a revelation of what the family union is all about. We come against the work of the assault of the demonic God. Let there be clarity of mind. God, young people who are not yet married, give them a revelation of what godly marriage is. And then there are others, Lord, who are married. Give them revelation on how they can work out their marriage. Then there are others who are struggling and their marriage is in a turmoil. God, I'm asking you to move on their behalf. In Jesus' name and all of God's people said, Amen. I want to preach a sermon I've titled, Amen, The Marriage Union. Part 6 on Family Matters. Part 6. The Marriage Union. Because family this morning starts right at the inception of marriage. When a man and a woman decides to come together as husband and wife. The Bible says they shall leave their father and mother. And be joined together as one flesh. Today many people. Firstly I want to see on marriage dynamics many people get married they get married with good intentions but some amen their marriage ends disastrously maybe you are in one or you know somebody who's going through that way because anybody that i have married has never come to me and said pastor we want to have a miserable marriage please Nobody has ever said that because everyone desires to have a blessed marriage and an excellent marriage. The problem today 
is family amen a unit is missing family unit many times starts with marriage in other words you are part of a family excellent but then what about those children when you get married you are starting a new family from there today there is an assault against marriage and family amen in our generation why do you think that the devil fights marriage so much because he is fighting family he knows amen that you know they this reproduction should not happen this new families in christ should not come so he comes against marriage and you know what in marriage you and i need to be extremely extremely careful i was reading uh amen many many months before when they were digging metro tunnels some metros you can see overhead but then there are some tunnels underground there was a tunnel amen project in north india where when they amen started drilling from one side and then they had another driller from the other side they were amen having things in mind and their understanding was both those ends will meet the problem was the civil engineer one of the project guy had amen miscalculated the formula in the digging by one degree by what one degree halfway in the project they found out there was a two kilometer difference it was going in different ways that is when they brought checks and balances to the metro amen the building techniques and everything the reason i'm using this is in marriage if you veer off one degree you may never meet amen what god's amen plan for your life is even a little bit of a difference marriage is very very critical I want to help people this morning. Some of you, you are looking at marriage. You are in a relationship with a man or a woman. You are in love with a person or they are looking to get you married. You are a single unmarried person. Then there are others. You are newly married. You are now in the blues i can only see hearts amen honeymoon hearts everywhere around you you are in that period then there are others now the reality amen is coming up getting married is like amen getting a call in the middle of the night first you hear the ring and then you wake up sometimes you get the ring and then only you wake up wow this is marriage that was supposed to be a joke anyways i'll move forward thank you makes me feel much better nams someone said amen love is blind but marriage is an eye opener this morning marriage cannot be treated lightly because sitting here amen are men and women god wants to amen fulfill his original plan of families through you he did not choose the gorillas as much as we love them he did not choose the beast of the air those are all amen why i i don't know why god could it be that god saw adam so bored and he said okay let me get some animals so i believe that's why they are called pets it's only to fill in some gap that was never the intention 
he has you and me so young man young lady listen to me god to fulfill his original plan has you and me but problem is today many people don't understand that so they get frustrated with marriage some folks they're frustrated in marriage then there are others they come in the middle of their life this is why they call it the midlife crisis what to do i got married so i am pouring the garbage in this marriage in tamil kuppakottrade amen i just translated it i am just putting up with him i am just putting up with her that's marriage then there are others amen you've had a amen you've had a collision in marriage there has been violations there has been issues and circumstances i believe this morning god wants to give for some of you new views and understanding others amen a refreshed focus but then for others i <coughs> excuse me i believe god wants to correct certain things in your marriage wherever you are because today marriage is not as what the world says it is today the marriage is between a man and a man do you know marriage is never between two men or two women if the new leadership in america comes mark it down you will have an explosion of promiscuity and every kind of sin because the bible totally disagrees and if you are a born again believer and you sympathize with same sex marriages you have to get your heart right we amen we you know what we love homosexuals we love lesbians because they are sinners but we hate their sin that is what the world is doing why not anything else why marriage because marriage is the foundation of god's original plan they're coming against it marriage today is not just a piece of paper if you do like this i will tear off the marriage certificate tear it tear it they only think about the paper it is beyond the paper how many of you can say amen there is something sacred today marriage is just a contract it's a contract just like how you signed rental agreement you signed your marriage certificate if this house is not good i'll give 30 day notice 60 i'll go find another house you can't treat marriage that way amen prenuptial amen agreements today in the us and many places this is coming while you're getting married you have to sign also your divorce settlements if at all we get why are you even thinking that way this is why live in relationships are on a high we will not get married you are friend i am friend we'll share the same bed no bible says there's an abomination fornication is sin don't tell me you sleep in the same bed and do nothing because the bible says the marriage bed is undefiled in other words you cannot defy it has to be holy the world is tainting this uh, amen and coexisting and all of that today you preach on it they will put a case on you they want to amen throw you there is no freedom of speech or this that the other and everything that i minister this morning is in the written word of god how many of you can say amen long before our constitution came the word of god was already there but according to the constitution no 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 according to the word of god 
according to what according to the law there is law in this one too god already before you saw law god gave already law amen it's there but why is it that so many people don't understand what marriage is and today god wants us to understand the marriage union we are not amen just looking at the world we need to look at how god views it the creator views it in this sermon listen to me my prayer is not that you just hear truth sermon is not just the truth you hear i am praying god let your children hear the voice of the holy spirit because yes the word of god is truth but what is the use if you just amen hear this and not hear the voice of the holy spirit what is god speaking to you teenagers amen a single unmarried people who are already married and those who are in struggles what can god speak to you about your marriage this morning because listen to me if the holy spirit speaks to you you will work out your marriage today amen the fastest divorcing couples are christians there is absolutely no understanding of what it is to till death do us apart sadly when the world should look up to believers for godly amen uh, uh, marriage today it's no longer that way very incidentally I was talking about Justin Bieber a couple of days back, right? I was talking about it. Justin Bieber's pastor just was removed from office. Found out that he had an affair with another woman. This is the biggest church in New York, Hillsong, New York. Carl Lentz, 17 years married to his wife, has three beautiful teenage kids. Celebrities and he reached out and everything, but you know what? Here's a man, doesn't care, amen, anybody this morning. If you do not view marriage properly, you can mess up God's plan. And here he is today, stripped out of office, sin, wife, children, desperately, you know, uh, uh, broken, a whole church shattered. Many, many people now are moving away. Why? Because, come on, man, that should not happen in a church. For heaven's sake, it should not happen if you're going to be a man of God or a child of God. Listen, my brother, sister, you are the children of God, right? You are a teenager for Christ. You're a single man, single woman. For heaven's sake, we should be the ones who are upholding the genuine and the proper reason for marriage. Not as like the world would do it. See, the problem is when you bring world into religion. Or you will bring world into our walk with God. You cannot bring, amen, Hollywood into Hollywood. There's no terms there, but I'm just bringing it. It's not a doctrine, so don't go post that out there. Because the real purpose this morning then in marriage is to reveal who God is. Do you know God wants to reveal who he is through your marriage how many of you can say amen he wants to look good amen we need to project christ in our marriage i ministered this amen also sometime back our relationship with jesus christ is in the imagery of what marriage he is the bridegroom we are the bride so when people look at our marriages they should be able to see christ in and 
through us. Our text says there are many, many, amen, hallelujah, uh, reasons uh, why marriage is so critical. But today people will not address marriage issues. And we somehow look to the world, we look to Bollywood, we look to icons and this, that, the other. Please never look to them because there is no testimony. While they are married with someone only, they are having an affair with somebody. And we look up to them, we speak about them and this, that, the other. Don't look to the world, look to God. Look to godly examples. I want to see secondly as we move then, amen, this morning, the commitments in a marriage union. If marriage has to work this morning because you are starting a family, if marriage has to work, the Bible says in verse 24, our text, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother, be joined to his wife, and they shall be one flesh. In other words, this morning, there has to be the leaving and cleaving. I touched upon this in the beginning of my session a little bit, but I'm going to expound on it today to help you and gain an understanding. Because Adam in our text had no helpmate. He was by himself. God saw that he was by himself and he brought Eve and listen to me this morning. Adam named all the animals, but also the Bible says Adam named Eve. Do you know husband was given the responsibility to name his wife. Now husbands, what do you call your wives with names? I know wives call their husbands. That's a different sermon altogether. Husbands, you have the naming rights. You have what? It's in the Bible. You can name the children. No. no. Adam named Eve. Isn't it amazing? So now, don't take this doctrinally and say, Pastor, I want to get married to so-and-so, but I want her to change her name. You need to change her I have a name. She's, if you're going to be my wife, from today you are not this, you are Matilda. I hope there's no... Okay. What, what, what this name? No, I don't like it. Matilda, you are. No. The reason I'm saying this now, Adam had to be very personal with, amen, Eve. And he had to take the order of responsibility. Listen, in marriage, there's a responsibility. If you're not ready for responsibility, please don't get married. Husband or the wife, man or the woman. The first responsibility here in our text, verse 24, if a family is going to grow, the Bible says, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother. What does that mean? It means your marriage should create a sacred place where you can start establishing faith and trust in this new union. You are not caught up amen, or among all others. You are making a separate space now that you can start displaying faithfulness, trust, help, love and all of that a sacred place. That's the first responsibility. In other words, you are showing loyalty to your spouse. You are no longer dependent on your father and your mother. Listen to me very carefully. Every couple has to establish that place. 
You are no longer, amen, seeking and in need of help from your dad and your mom. You're not looking for money and directions and this, that, the other. Now you have to create that space. God said that. You shall leave your father and mother. In other words, yes, we are committed to a family loyalty tie. Yes, you are my dad. You are my mom. We never forget that. I always bring that balance in that we understand it. But listen to me, every man, every woman, if you're ever going to get married, listen to me. You have to leave your parents. How do you leave them? May not be geographically, but you have to leave them psychologically. Write that down somewhere. May not geographically. You can maybe live around them or this, that, the other, fine. But psychologically you have to leave. In other words, when you go into a crisis or this, that, you are no longer connected. Amen. You are dependent on them. Amen. But you are taking roles and responsibility. That's the first commitment in marriage. If marriage has to succeed. There is nothing called as wheat to mapla. Right? You are in the house zone, you know. Don't do that. Allow him to spread his wings. Allow her, amen, to commit under that new authority. The problem is today, I want to speak to parents who are already having children and then parents who are going to have, amen, kids or your kids are going to grow up. Listen to me. Don't ever control your kids. Don't ever be a control freak if they're going to get married. You can get married, but you are still under my control. You are coming against God himself. Many parents control their kids even after they're married. Controlled by manipulation and guilt. I had one, amen, uh, uh, a lady who came and told, she said, you know what? I'm having struggle in my marriage. This was in Noida. She said, I'm having trouble in my marriage. I asked this, this, this. She begins to say, you know what? Because my husband, he's still connected with his mother. We want to have a happy marriage. But the moment his mother came in between, now she wants to talk. She wants to say stuff. She intervenes in everything. She interferes. She lies and manipulates. Now she has put boundary upon my life to stay with my own husband. And my life is in a mess, pastor. Listen to me, men this morning. And ladies, you have to draw a line with your parents. Love them, care them, respect. But when you start a family, for heaven's sake, you have to, amen, leave and cleave. How many of you can say amen? Very less amen, but I'll preach the gospel. Amen, hallelujah. Amen. You have to agree. If you don't agree, if you get upset, you can either say amen, you can either say amen or oh my. Or just say ouch, then I'll know who it is. The problem is many parents, they love chaos. They live in chaos and wherever they go, they want to give chaos. Can I tell you parents, be a blessing to your children when they get married. They distribute chaos freely. Here, take, buy one, get one free. Here, take another one. Listen to me very carefully. No wife should ever doubt her husband's loyalty. No wife should. And every wife, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you. I know you have a dad, you have a mom, but the husband's loyalty is to whom? Christ first and secondly to whom? To her. Right? Same thing. This should be very important. Men, you need to understand this. Every decision, I'll call mummy. Sorry, you did not marry your mummy. 
Ouch. Preach it. Young people. Older people. You have a wife now. That you consult. Parents. After marriage, what pastor? Nothing at all. No. Leave him. Let him make those decisions. Everything. Don't still feed him. The wife will feed him. Poor one hand from mother is coming. One hand wife. Husband is stuck in the side. <laughs> That's why it's important. Amen. This is just a you know, casual thing. I'm talking about the heavy matters of life. Amen. This morning, no wife should ever doubt her husband's loyalty is to her. Amen. And not just to, amen, to the parents. We love our parents. I love my parents to death. But amen, my loyalty is to my wife. Amen. I'm interested. Isn't it so amazing? Listen to me very carefully. The Bible says, therefore a man shall leave. This was told to the man and not the woman. Did you note that? He didn't talk about it. That was not, therefore a woman also. No, no, no. Therefore a man shall leave. So every man, listen, it's upon you. You cannot live under the psychological attachment of your parents. You have to somewhere disconnect. Not hate your parents, let them go, abandon them. No, 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 no. I am talking about a psychological disconnection. Long before, amen, the other day I was, uh, amen, searching some things in my house and I found Caleb's umbilical cord. So many men, your cord is still not cut. It's connected to mummy. Everything, every decision will come from that. It'll go on. No, you have to connect, disconnect it. Can God disconnect your umbilical cords today? Men. Talking about men today. Ladies will be, do it Lord, do it Lord. (laughs) But it's good for you, good for your marriage. Everything he has to, he has to always ask his mother. Thank God, amen. Listen to me very carefully. Because in our society, the priority of the, the family structure has changed. Madhata first varu, guru will come. Madha pida guru, deva It's all messed up. That is one messed up theology. Jesus is the first. How many of you can say amen? Next comes the husband. Then the wife and then the children. You maintain that order. I am telling you, you will see blessing. As simple as that. I have noticed this. Many times the man is often tied to the parents. It shouldn't be. Men, you have to disconnect from that psychological. That is why the Bible says you shall leave your parents and cleave to a man, your wife, your spouse. That is when family begins to start. That is when, amen, the bonding begins to happen. Now, leaving and cleaving. Leaving is not just parents. You have to leave other things. You cannot be, amen, still holding on to other relationships after you're married. Do you know when you get married, that is your husband, that is your wife. But he's my ex-boyfriend. That is why he's ex. Put an ex. Yes or no? But what and all is done. Yeah, that was before. That didn't happen, right? You have to leave that. Leaving past relationships. You cannot carry them into a relationship. The world encourages you. office make. That is the today's world statement. Garwali office wali. This is the words I hear all around. No, you can't do that. 
God hates it. And it's not just men. Women do that today. Marriage is sacred. You cannot bring your past attachments into this new union. Crushes and this, that, the other. Oh, 10th standard, I had a crush on you. That's why it is 10th standard. You're mature now. Wake up. What Facebook has done today has connected so many, amen, lustful connections today. How many divorces have landed and you look back at the exit point what I preached last night. It is all because someone connected with their ex-boyfriend and because they're having a little bit more problem in their marriage now. Oh, he treats me better. Oh, she smiles so nicely. I wish I would have married them only. And that wish turns true and they divorce and get married. You know how many marriages destroyed by Facebook? No, pastor, I'm only forwarding. Yeah. You take a consensus and see how many junk is in that forwards. And Facebook has nothing been a major mess in marriage. It is coming everywhere. You have to leave all of those things coming into a marriage. So when you are getting married, single people, listen, you are leaving all of that saying, you know what? I'll, I bring it under the blood of Jesus Christ. I let go of those things because I'm entering into this union with this man, with this woman, and it's going to be just us and Christ in between. That marriage will succeed. You leave behind all kind of those. Because when you're walking down the aisle, amen, listen to me very carefully. You have to leave all of those things behind. Leave behind addictions. Leave behind all kind of fantasies in your mind and all of that. Because so many of God's, amen, people today understand and they don't understand that they cannot bring baggage into a marriage. Nothing is very more disastrous than baggage in marriage. You bring all the baggage. That's why you have an altar. How many of you can say amen? You leave it at the altar. So when you enter into a marriage relationship, uh, amen, you can go. So you have to leave. Leaving needs to happen. So you have to leave those things. Sometimes I tell people, I tell that you cannot marry an unbeliever. Simple as you have to leave that relationship. I can't leave him, Pastor. I can't leave her. Bible says so. Do not be unequally yoked. As simple as that. The Bible says that. And cleave to your wife, the Bible says. So when you get married, you not just leave, you also cleave. How many of you have seen a Velcro tape? Velcro. Velcro, if you see both are of the same thing, it doesn't come together. One is different, the other. You see the Velcros you have, right? I don't know who is what in that, amen, I don't know. But when you bring those two opposites together, what happens? It holds tightly, it's a cleaving. And if you try to separate, it will make a lot of sound. Marriage should be like a Velcro. You're coming together. If you see closely, I saw amen, a video and um, on under the microscope what a Velcro looks like. She is amazing what you see when you see it under the microscope. All of these hundreds of wires, they're all intertwined. That means you are connected to, you're joined. That's why it doesn't let go sometimes. Unless a force has been put and pulled out. And every time you keep pulling it apart, it loses some part of its strength. That should similarly be like marriage. You cannot, amen, you know what, uh, uh, be always pulled. You have to just leave and cleave. How do you cleave then very quickly, amen, in, in a marriage? You cleave through loyalty. Be loyal to your husband and your wife. They should not doubt 
what you are doing, where you are. Why phone is engaged all the while? Immediate doubt. 5 o'clock he left the office, 7.30 not come. When doubt comes into a marriage, disaster. Watch out young people. You cannot allow, amen, doubt to get into your marriage. That's why you have to cleave onto that marriage with loyalty, with faithfulness. You honor, amen, and you love and you are committed and all of those things very, very important because a marriage, if it's going to succeed, it needs to have trust in it. You know, marriage is run on trust. A marriage without trust is like a well with no water. You can run to that in times of thirst. But what do you get in that well? Dry nothing. But if you have trust, it has the ability to satisfy you. I mean, every marriage should be a satisfying marriage. And that comes by trust. Building trust. Pastor Dan, my amen, previous pastor, he, says, he used to say these words, not just with testimony. He said, trust is earned over a period of time, but it's also lost in few seconds. Don't ever lose trust by doing things, words, behaviors, actions that is going to break your trust in marriage. Because you know what? Because... If you mess that up, you're messing God's intention for your life. Because some of you, listen to me carefully, the new generation of Christianity is starting from your marriage. And we do not want children with no parents. Fatherless generation cannot be created today. So you have to learn this morning. You have to learn. Ladies, can I tell you this morning something? A lady who said, Pastor, on my wedding, I only thought about three things. I was thinking about the aisle, walking down the aisle. I was thinking about the altar. And I was thinking about him. That's what not she was actually saying. She was telling, I'll alter him. That's what she was telling. I'll alter him. Ladies, you'll never be able to alter him. Only God can alter him. If marriage is all about correcting your husband or correcting your wife, there's going to be a lot of correction. If I just say, okay, every time you correct your husband, put one red mark. I'm telling your husband, your wife will be red color. <laughs> Some of you teachers know exactly. Put a round on our X. You come, what man? Correction, pastor. <laughs> There are no perfect marriages. How many of you can say amen? We learn from it. Let God do the correction. You still love and you lead by example. You cleave by exampleship. Very, very critical. Till death do us apart. We are going to be together. Till death do us apart. There was a man, amen, in a very prestigious college in America. He was the principal and his wife had a stroke, total vegetable from the body to the toe. It's a true story. 
Amen. I read it on focus on the family. Amen. And it says a prestigious principle. And he said, you know what? I am quitting my post. People in his college said, why? Get a nurse or put her whatever. And you know, things will be fine. And he said, no, she is more important to me than anything and he quit his position and went on to uh, you know serve his wife and in the next few weeks she passed away that is a real story of someone who was by his wife even till death did them apart that should be marriage today young people 20 25 26 one problem divorce sorry god hates divorce there are yes certain grounds but you can work things out don't allow family friends and culture to say it's okay no problem no anytime there is going to be separation there is going to be hurts and pains especially when it is done ignorantly or it is done in a very amen uh, un, uh, un, uh, what's the right word amen if it's done with no understanding if I may say so the Bible says the commitment has to be of leaving and cleaving. And every marriage ought to, amen, revolve around this. Very critical. That's where family starts. It changes everything. Changes everything. The grass is always green on the other side. I didn't like this so I went on the other side. I got married to so and so. This didn't work out so that. The grass is always greener on the other side. But the truth is you have to see how God can help you. I'll give you another story. There was a man who walked in to a mental asylum. And he was walking through the mental asylum. There was a, there was a, there was a, there was a room and all the room was padded. It was completely cushioned. And one man was banging his head, banging his head on this. And he was saying, how could, you know, why did you leave me, Matilda? Why did you leave me, Matilda? He was breaking his head. I'm using the same name. And if you're Matilda online, forgive me. <laughs> He's banging his head on. Why did you leave me? And there's one. They ask, what is happening? No, no, Matilda left him. Okay. He gets into the next room and there's another man banging his head on the room. What are you doing to me, Matilda? What are you doing to me? It was the guy who married Matilda. <laughs> uh, you have to bring some humor, otherwise this can be too hard for us. Don't ever look for the grass to be greener on the other side. Believe that God will help you wherever you are. So while you are going to get married in the beginning itself, think before you get married, it will solve majority of the problems. For those of you who are already into it, there is no turning back. God can give you a mid-course correction. He can help you. And then there are others, amen. God knows exactly what he can do with your life if you surrender your marriage to him. I close, amen, then with the rewards with a godly union. Because if you see, there is dominion in marriage. Doesn't the Bible say one can chase a thousand, two can chase ten thousand. And we do not want marriages ending in shames and blames. We want them to end in glory. End them in what? Glory. 
another true story i think i i preached on it even in the lockdown i'm not sure many of you saw that a husband and wife who held hands and died together remember the sermon till the end entering into the glory of god together inseparable that is what we need right now so this morning i wonder how many of you you are looking to marry looking for marriage and you have no clue look to the bible it has great revelation you need help counsel i'm always here to help you the amen the world is not going to give you godly counsel they're going to talk only about what their you know agenda is but not according to the things of god think twice really pray about it get the mind of god you stay it's more about finding the right person it is you to be the right person i'm waiting for the right person don't wait for the right person you be the right person and god will bring people to you someone a man or a woman who loves god and who surrender you have to marry a born again person who loves god and then there are others you work out your marriage new couples can i tell you build the building blocks of foundation is going to be all of this love trust commitment loyalty all of those things you can always make money later on but the first formidable years of your marriage is going to be you have to bond together physically psychologically sexually all of those things are in the bible you have to amen keep that in mind don't look at amen failed marriages and wrong yes we may look at that but god can turn yours to be a success if you do it his way and there is a reward for that folks it is definitely possible to have a better marriage amen you know what is the key to have a better marriage is to have a better heart at the end of the day doesn't the bible says out of the heart flows what the issues of life every husband every wife every young person should have a better heart the key is going to be your heart if you give your heart to jesus and guard your heart from all the temptations and the things of this world i am telling you you may go through hiccups you may go through roadblocks and obstacles but god will help you that's why altar call is a time where we check our hearts amen that it can become better all of us tonight our hearts can become better how many of you can say amen better than what it is now because every area depends on this if your heart is better you will be willing to forgive your spouse you will be able to overlook offenses if your heart is better you will be able to amen love him and care for her and all of those things everything boils down to the heart i am praying god give us great marriages in this church amen god will do that and look at all of these little ones here sitting here one day they're going to walk down the aisle your son is going to walk down the aisle Can you imagine your son walking down your daughter in that groom the veil whose marriage are they going to look up to ours even in this church because the real purpose of marriage is to reveal the goodness of God no matter what your struggle is this morning God can help you the marriage union is the main foundation of family next week i will minister on the role of a husband then role of a wife and all of those roles we're going to go today marriage is the main thing so get married single people don't wait don't wait for so long 
Jesus himself will come back. Then you are going to go single only. Don't get married. Just because I said get married. Yeah, anybody, any, any, any more. Boom. This one person. Good. Okay, good. No problem. No. Get the mind of God. Seek the mind of God. Counsel. Amen. Do that. Jesus people wedding. Or a regular wedding. Let God be glorified. Let God be glorified. Do it. You need help, counsel, seek. Many times you may not find that in the book, but you can ask for seek, counsel, and you will get it. Look at good examples in marriage. Don't go to single people and talk to them about marriage. Hey, what do you think about marriage, man? Has no clue. Someone who is not married is giving marriage counseling. In many churches, religious churches today. Don't know about kids and everything. Go talk to someone who knows it. They will let you know. This is what, and when they tell you, and married people, can I give you one help? All of us know what marriage is all about. You're married. Oh, marriage, ma. No wonder these poor boys, girls are thinking about marriage. Don't put that amount of, as if it is one big, you know, whatever, use those words in your own words and, and make them, this is what. Yes, we will, but God will help you if you do it the right way. Can I have every eyes closed and every head bowed then this morning? That brings me to the end of my sermon today. The marriage union. Eyes closed and head bowed. Simple. Took a little time, amen, to expound on that word on leave and cleave because marriage is the foundation.